You are listening to the Amen Corner, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. For more information about the Amen Corner, please follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and all your other favorite social media. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 30 of the Amen Corner. I'm Brad Rothschild. And I'm Stephen Cook. So, how's quarantine? Well, we're still alive, and as we used to say in <laughs> Vietnam, every day above ground is a good day. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, don't you remember, I talked to don't a... Don't you remember how we used to say that when we were in Vietnam? <laughs> when we were in the Nam, right. In yeah, the when we were in the Nam. When we were in, in the, the shit. shit. In, the, in the jungle, man. <laughs> it, was, it freaked me out when Charlie would get inside the wire. <laughs> and it was all over. Yeah. See, man. Another day above ground. Um, I talked to a friend in Brooklyn yesterday uh-huh. who told me, like, everybody there is infected. Really? He was getting over it. He, he had been – he said he is almost sure that he contracted COVID-19 on the subway in early March to or from work. He's like, there's no other way I would have gotten it. On the subway, yeah. They're not in an, like a Hasidic community, your friends? <laughs> no, 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 no. This is like, you know, hipster Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think everybody in my neighborhood has got it, but certainly there are people who have it. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, yeah. up until now, I'm not one of them, but who knows? Who knows? Alhamdulillah. Hey, May 1, baby. Big bang. You think? How could we? How could they possibly do anything in know. twenty days? I don't know. You need to have massive testing and so on it's and so forth. You know, we got it's a not- uh, notification today from the mayor of New York that yeah. the school year is not is over. Is, yeah, I saw that, and then the the then governor said the governor nah. said not so fast. Right. But right now they're having a fight. There's some some fight being fought internally, and they're going to have to figure it out. But clearly. Somebody yeah. knows something that the right. situation is not good enough to even consider coming back before the end of June. Right. Right. So, well, I, I think I um, at work we're we're having no nothing through June. Look, until so, there's a way to test the people right. who've had yeah. it so you could know who can go back to right. work or school. Okay, so here's here's the question I have. Yeah. Let's assume, uh-huh. and and it's just, I mean, it's like a fantasy world that we have that because okay. there's a big article in the Washington Post today about how basically the president has developed a political strategy around coronavirus and it's to let the governors deal with it. And so now a bunch of governors and philanthropies and companies are getting together to try to contain the virus without the federal government. Okay. So, and, and what, and there's some interesting ideas like, you know, the Peace Corps shut down. So let's take these 7,000 members of the Peace uh-huh. Corps and have them do contact tracing. Okay. Um, and if you, uh, for, um, students who are supposed to start medical school in August in your state, are now will be delayed a year and they will become contact tracers. Anyway, there's all kinds of there's all kinds of stuff um, that is out there. Here's the question I have. So let's say we have massive testing, contact uh-huh. tracing, uh, testing for antibodies and so on and so forth. 
Are you willing to walk around with a little card that says that you have the you've had COVID nineteen, you have the antibody, etc., or one that says that you haven't? Are you willing to allow Apple and Google to use the Bluetooth on your phone as a tracker of who's had it and who hasn't? And so, like, if you go too close to someone who has had it or who hasn't had it, your phone goes off and tells you to move the other direction. Are you willing to have your temperature taken before you go into the, into the supermarket or before? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Before you get on an airplane. In, in, I mean, these are the things that are now are out absent a vaccine. And I did see one report in a Washington Post thing that said that there's a hopeful sign of a possible vaccine in September. Yeah. And that the, I mean, that sounds really, really That's, fast. But the British government says as long as initial trials go well, they're going to pre-buy it. Yeah, this sounds like a scenario months. for I Am Legend. That's still six months. Where they cure cancer, but then everybody becomes zombies. Yeah. So I'm not having that shit. I don't know. But, you know, in Israel, they've been tracking people yeah, since yeah, yeah, the beginning yeah. of this. And right. I guess they seem to Shindet, have... man. They seem to have less uh, qualms, fewer qualms about giving up their right. civil liberties than right. we do. But I can't see a lot of people uh, willing to submit to that level of surveillance. Right. Not in, right. this, not in this country, at least. Well, so then, so then, the, so then, my point is, is that you really you're you're going to have to even with those measures, yeah. there will be spikes in infections. But without those measures, those spikes will be of longer duration, and stay-at-home orders will also be of, at lo- of longer duration because you won't be able to track and cr- quarantine people. Look, this is only going to be a strong one in five people are asymptomatic carriers of the coronavirus. It basically is so. The solution will only be as strong as the weakest state that's implementing it or the weakest regulations because let's say that New York is ahead of the curve because we got hit early and we got hit hard. Right. So it's going to get through here before it will get through other parts of the country. So right. let's say, all right, New York is now relatively safe or safer. Right. But that doesn't right. mean that we can start letting people in from all these other places that have right. not so, been doing what we So the question doing. is, yeah, I don't so know the, the question is when, when 300 people want to get on an airplane in Miami and come to New York, yeah. are they going to be required to have their temperature taken? Are they going to require to have to show in addition to their state driver's license some certificate say of their about their health, I th- and will people comply? I think people will comply with certain mm-hmm. regulations and not with right. others. And I think, right. and I think it depends on what you know. There's the carrot and the stick, right? So what's right. the carrot that you're dangling in front of them? You get to go. You get to go where you want to go. So I think that there's a decent number of people who will say, "Yes, I'm willing to submit like- to these." Invasions of my personal I, privacy, right? I in don't, order to get where I, I want to go, and then there look, are going to be the, people the, who never, who will never agree to it, right? Well, so, so look, the airport is a is a Fourth Amendment free zone to begin with. So, if they want to take my temperature before getting on a plane, well, that's just another thing that they have on me already. Can you imagine a TSA uh, agent? <laughs> well, no, you know, you see the Chinese. <laughs> Come on, man. Anyway, um, but okay, here's the next thing. 
So New York, so the wave has crested and we're now on the downslope I mean, and the curve is really flattened. Let's say it's September. Yeah. Okay. And um, I meet up with you in the city and we're like, let's go to our safe space. Will Barney Greengrass have to take our temperature before coming in? I don't know. Well, we have to show them something that says that we are free and clear of the virus because we have antibodies. Or what if we don't? Like, Uh, think about their dining area. Their dining area, how many does it hold? It holds, what, 50 people? Maybe 60. 20% of those people could be asymptomatic carriers. Listen, this isn't going to work. This is just all these complications that no one's really thought of. Well... They think flatten the curve, all right, go to the beach. There's so many things that nobody has really thought of. And this is what happens when the federal government abdicates responsibility (laughs) for taking care of its citizens. I mean, when you're saying, like, his strategy is to outsource this to the states... He's well, so it's easily so you can blame it on well, you yes. can blame it on the states. There's one right? you can blame it on somebody else, and two, it just shows you once again the emperor has no clothes and he has no plan. What happened right. to <laughs> several weeks ago? I seem to remember him saying that anybody who wanted to get a test could get a test. Right. I mean, right. Well, this is the most frightening thing. What is the most frightening thing? The most frightening thing was they asked him. He said, oh, God, uh, you know, if they, what, what metrics, will you say, sir? What metrics, what metrics will you use to make the decision? And he points the to metrics his metrics right here and he pointed to his head. Yeah. I saw that live. I was like, I'm terrified. I mean, I'm absolutely terrified. Now. Look, you know, it sounds. And they're like, having a new, they're going to have a new, a new task force and opening up the economy. Great people, famous people. I mean, what clown people. show. All business people. And probably third rate people. But like, you know, is, Trump people. Even if they're not. The fix even, is in. Even if they're not explicitly Trump people. When you are surrounding yourself with business leaders who all they want to do is get everybody back to work so they can keep churning out the money machine, they're, of course, I mean, well, you talk about getting your findings but, before, like the conclusion before, <laughs> you know, the evidence, like they already know but you what have they heard, want. In isolated cases, I mean, you've had people say, basically, if you want, and these are business leaders, if you want the economy to go back, we have to do everything possible to defeat the virus. Okay, but there um, are some people who say, right. well, you know, the cure right. can't be worse than the disease, and you right. know, we have to figure out a sm- like we were saying, a way to right. let to let certain people back into the economy. But you right. know, we've talked about this before. The economy is not going to. You can't just snap your fingers, <laughs> right. and the economy is not going to just going to start rolling again. People the only- until people feel confident. That when right. they go out to places, they're not going to be exposed to the virus, right. then they won't right. go. Uh, I would say the only difference here, of course, you know, again, you need vaccination. You need 50% of the world's population to have antibodies for yeah. to safely say that you've defeated it. But setting aside all of the, you know, inequality in the economy and so on and so forth, this econ- the economy, the global economy didn't come to a screeching halt because of collateral debt obligations because of something that, you know, crazy people on wall street created. It, it, it came to a screeching halt because of a virus. So at least, at least there's the possibility that once people do feel safe, they, they will, things will start coming back more quickly than if you had some sort of like real structural problem in the economy that, that, that blew up the, blew up the, the economy. Hold up. The only problem with what you're saying is that when people start to feel more confident, 
a lot of people aren't going to have money yeah. anymore because they will have been without well, work for a long time, no, I, and they can't just start spending. They can't businesses start, will come back. Yeah, but they can't no, no, no. start spending money that. that they don't have. There certainly will be a lag. My point is, is that you don't snap your fingers and whatever. But my my point is, is that their businesses that have been able to survive will come back more quickly than if you had some massive blow up like you had with uh, the 2008 Great Recession. I, I don't know, man. That's my only point. I don't That's know. my Consumers only point. Consumers need money to consume things. And if you yeah. haven't been working, I know. I agree with you. I agree with you. I'm just saying that I think that there's. I'm saying that there's an there's there's. It's not a like a structural technical problem. No, it's not a structural. It's a different. Problem. It's a different kind of problem. So we could, you know, I, 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 that that's all. I think it's. I think it's somewhat. I mean, relatively speaking, more of an advantage than there was in 2008. I think this disruption is going to be way worse than it was in 2008. It's. I, but I'm saying the comeback may be advantaged by the fact that not, you didn't have banks that basically sabotaged the global economy. Uh, you know, that's an argument that I don't know if I buy it because uh, I really think that people are... Hey, man, are I'm just be, grasping for straws. I know, man. I think people are going to be really shook by this whole thing. I think consumer confidence is going to take a huge hit because people are not going to have money. I mean, right. it would be one thing if they said, okay, we're going to grant a moratorium on mortgage payments for three months, and then people could right. feel a little bit more confident right. that they would right. have money in their pocket, right. or at least more money in their pocket. So in that case, the banks would be the ones taking the hit rather right. than the consumers. But right. you're not seeing you know that on mass. One third of all renters <laughs> yeah. in the United States didn't pay their rent in April. Yeah. Well, in New York, there's like a three-month moratorium. Like, they oh, get, is there? I didn't know there was. Yeah, in, you can't. In, in well, you can't get uh, evicted in the next three right. months for not paying. I think so, it's the same thing here in Maryland. So you still owe that money, but they can't throw right. you out. And you can't a, throw you and out. a lot right. of uh, tenants are renegotiating their deals with their landlords because the landlords are now thinking. I gotta get something. I'd rather get a little something rather right. than nothing. A little something, right? Right. Because a lot of right. landlords are getting nothing right now. Right. Right. It's, yeah, no, I've heard nothing. I've heard nothing from the bank on the mortgage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I think they said if you're having, you can call. But what would they say? You can say Go I don't want to pay, and let's see and what happens. Say, it may be right. worth. It may be worth making a phone call to the bank because the bank certainly isn't worried about you. Right. You well, fortunately, be, I mean, knock on wood. Fortunately, I'm not in that situation. No, but I don't mean they're not worried about you because you still have a job. They don't give a shit right. about you, is what I'm saying. They don't care. Right. If no, you right, reach of out to them, maybe, maybe they'll not. They'll tell you, you know what, you don't have to pay this month or whatever. But they're not right. going to volunteer that for you. Yeah, of course, <laughs> right. So, of course, it definitely might be worth making a so, phone call and seeing what the bank will do for but you. But all of this discussion about opening back up and Fauci said, he said he's hoping for normalcy, a sense of normalcy by November, which to me sounds reasonable. All these people talking about like June and July seems to me kind of unrealistic, super. I, November is my friend, my friend Hussein, my friend Hussein and I were texting yesterday and I said, hey, man, you know, I'm looking forward to having lunch when we can have lunch again. He said, yeah, maybe around October. And I said, you know what? That's one of the more realistic things that I've heard in a long time about this. Because that's exactly what I'm thinking. But the problem with that is 
it scares people because it's like seven, eight months out. Yeah. So to think, like, you're not going to be able to live a normal life for the next six to eight months is really a scary thing for a lot of people. So Dude. they're trying to soft, you know, yeah, to well, that's there slowly, like to, right. you know, like, oh, it'll be like, well, let's, we'll reevaluate in, in a month and then, you know, maybe give it another right. six weeks. They're never going to come out right. and say, Here's and say, right, Lauren and I were. Lauren and I were out for a walk this morning yeah. before our run, and I said to her, "I was like, this is this is soft pedaling. This is That's what it okay. Is. We open up April thirtieth. Oh, we can't do it. It's going to be another three weeks, and then it's going to be another three, and then before you know it, listen, summer's here. Summer's gone. Listen, when I got sick, yeah, they told me it was going to take a while before you start to feel normal again. Yeah, and then it ended up. It took me about a year." before I started feeling, before I felt like I did yeah. before. And yeah. I remember going back to the doctor and one of the technicians who had been involved with the radiation, yeah. she said, oh yeah, it's a year. And she, but we never wanted to tell you that because when you hear it, it sounds worse than it is. Like you hear like, yeah. oh, it's going to be, yeah, yeah. if somebody said, guess what? You're going to, it's going to be another year before you start to feel normal again. You'd freak out. But if they yeah, said, I it's, remember it's going to take time and they never really define what that length of time is. But when it's finished, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. like, yeah, a year is normal. And you're like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, it was, we just didn't it was basically, we didn't that was, that's started. what went down with when I shattered my arm. So you know, they were like, it's going to be, it's going to be months and it's going to take time and whatever. But no one ever said it will go, you know, it won't be until like a year to the day from your surgery where you'll be like, oh, okay. Because they don't want you to freak out. Yeah. A year seems like a long time. And, and eight, months, done, look, eight months to be stuck inside your house seems like a long time. And it is dude, a long today's time. My, today's my one month anniversary. Is it one I month? I haven't been, I've been out of, I've now been out of the immediate neighborhood Four times yeah. since March 11. Today is April 11. That's nuts, man. I walk around. I go out. I walk in the neighborhood. I, I run in the neighborhood. I bike in the neighborhood. But today, Lauren and I went to a market. I drove her just because I hadn't been out of the neighborhood. And I sat in the car. Yeah. That's when I was texting you. Ugh. Yeah, no. So, yeah, a, I think it's going to be a long time. And when they announced this morning about school, Mia took yeah. it really hard. Oh yeah, she does not enjoy the distance learning. She yep. loves her Same. school, yeah, and she wants to be back inside that building with her teachers and her friends. And guess what? She's never going to because she's in the eighth grade and she's finished with middle school, right? And it was—it's really difficult for her to accept that, right? And it's the—but it's a fact. And you know, it's worse when we've talked about this. It's worse for high school seniors. It's worse yep. for college seniors. Like yep. that's it. Your high school career is done. There's no prom. Yep. There's yep. no. There's no graduation. There are no parties. Same with college. There's no parties. There's no graduation. There's just yeah. see you later. You're four years. I know it faster. They're, they're, years. Yeah, I know it faster. They're planning on some point when it's safe. To have a big celebration for the yeah, class of 2020. Sure most of the schools won't be the are, same thing. Most schools won't are, be the same thing. Like, though. I know my poor nephew. Like who? First of all, a lot of people aren't even going to bother going back. And yeah. second of all, it's not the ceremony that matters. It's the lead no, up to the ceremony. To the, right, your exactly. Family come to town and the right. weekend before and right. all the parties and the, with your friends. Right, right. 
I mean, exactly. So much of this, yep. it's not the actual event. It's all the, the the celebration around the event. And you know, the last few months of college, like, there's no, you can't get that time back. I certainly hope my nephew Seth isn't listening to this. I don't want him to slit his wrist. I mean, <sighs> I hope he is listening because I want him to know <laughs> that we feel for him, man. Like I do, I feel for him. I feel for all of these kids. It's. It's just, it's so, I mean, just bizarre that they're not going to be able to have that time at school. It's just, it's something that, like, I still remember my last couple months of college. I don't. And it is very, very. I can't, <laughs> I can't remember. That. And um, they're just not going to have, they're just not going to have it. But at least they'll do, they'll do something. Hopefully, these kids have gotten. But they'll have to show their. They'll have to have their temperature taken and have their their COVID free certificate uh, before they could get into the party. These, these poor kids. I mean, they've really gotten the raw deal. Yeah. You know, we yeah. have screwed up everything for them. We really. Have. Well, you know, it's just beyond me. I mean, we can go over this and over this and over this, but like. The, it just I have been saying for weeks and at the times where I've had like the worst cabin fever where the weather hasn't been good and I haven't been out or that I've been just too busy to go out and uh, and go for a walk and decompress and stuff like that. I just am so angry because it didn't really need to be this bad. It was going to be bad, but it didn't need to be this yeah. way. We could have gotten our act together starting in January. Look, the, the Chinese – the head of the Chinese CDC, George Gao – called the head of the CDC in Atlanta on New Year's Eve and said, hey, we've got a serious problem. Yeah. So think about all the things that could have been d- done. Yeah, and you know, no, that's presupposing a functioning government. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, look, we've discussed this endlessly yeah. about the United States being a wealthy, failed state. Um, the and it goes back state. to something that I've said uh, that I've said and that I've written about is that you when countries when body politics are so polarized you can't get anything done i keep saying we could never do d day under these circumstances yeah because it would be so polarized there was um there was uh i was uh, after my run this morning um i had the tv on and there's this you know people are talking about they should be mail in ballots mail in ballots mail in ballots and they were taking you know comments and this guy tweeted at the program and said, oh, this is just the Democrats trying to rob the Republicans of a free and fair election. <laughs> what? Yeah, explain to me how that works exactly. In, in, in fact, the mail-in ballot is probably going at this point going to be the, the, the freest and the fairest way yeah, of doing it. Which this. means, of course, that the Republicans won't allow it because well, uh, they know that the more people who vote, the worse chances they have. Right. And but the just only way that they can why can't we think about this in terms of why can't we think about this in terms of the sanctity of the right to vote and protecting it rather than Who's going to be advantaged versus the other ones? But like it seemed, the, so it was naive. like it was so. I know it's so naive, but like the second the guy started talking about it, they like you know were opening up, and the first thing was, you know, the Democrats are trying to steal. This is their latest attempt to do it. Like people are so addled by their ideology, we can never get anything done. 
We're Ever ne- anything done? This is We're the never this going is the anything done. this is the phenomenon going back to the Tea Party where the where compromise was a bad word that you could it, not compromise to get anything done. This predates the Tea Party, and this actually we can blame. But it's full. It's kind is, of full expression came yeah, with the Tea but Party. But this is Newt Gingrich. Yeah, yeah, the Gingrich Revolution. Absolutely. This, this is Lee Atwater. Right. This is. Right. This is but 40 it became, years. This is 40 but, years of a slow-moving revolution that then happened all But you once. still got stuff done in the 1990s. You were able to get stuff done in the that 1990s. That was before we elected a black person to be president of this country, and then they stopped People went fucking bananas. They, they went bonkers I mean, this beyond. This is insane. If you listen to some yeah. of the things that Obama said when he talked about the possibility <laughs> of pandemic, Right? It's right. amazing. We had this intelligent, thoughtful, well-spoken right. um, leader. I mean, a leader. And then we just said, no, we're going right. to elect the worst possible white person we can just to show that this is what we can do. That's America. Right. And, you know, right. I sent you that article earlier in the week about uh, the possibility of some states seceding from the union. They're in California, that's a real thing. So you know, I know Gavin Newsom called called, uh, called, called a nation California state. a nation a, state, a nation state, and you know what? Na- New York is a nation state. New York City is a city state. Right. We don't need it. Is New York? Well, New York has long been a world unto itself. Yeah, we don't need this. With the you know, we don't need this nonsense. Well, look, think about it. We're, and we've discussed this before. Yeah. All of these places in which you have so much of the kind of crazy politics, the, the, the absolute refusal to compromise, the crazy evangelical stuff, the, you know, the, the race payments. States like California, New York, New Jersey, Illinois – we pay more into the federal government yeah, we don't than we get out. Job. And places like Kentucky or Kansas or, Mississippi or, or Alabama. Oklahoma get more than we what they put in. We don't need this, man. Right. We don't need this. Right. Just, by the way, did you see what Rand Paul said? So the no, Democratic I try, governor. I try to ignore him. So the Democratic governor of Kentucky has said, listen, um, you know, Easter, it's not about being it's praying and it's about celebrating the resurrection of Jesus and so on and so forth. And for this year, we're going to do this from home. Yeah. And I'm sorry, it's a public health issue and we will take down your license plate. If you participate in a church service on Sunday and you will get a misdemeanor fine. And if you convene one of these things, it's worse. And what Rand Paul you could, uh, Rand Paul said, I think the governor needs to take a step back. How dare he say a Christian can't pray on a Sunday? He didn't say he couldn't pray. Yeah, he, said, he said he can't put people's lives in danger because home. of. It sounds like to me what you just said. Yeah. Pray at home. yeah. So Rand Paul is he is again he I is he a, a, a manifestation. <laughs> he's a manifestation of. All of this stuff that is tearing us apart, which is which means we can't do anything. That's what you have to have a consortium of Western states and others to try to contain the coronavirus. Remember, we are such a mess. Remember when Rand Paul's neighbor beat the shit out of him? <laughs> Don't you wish for like half a second that you were that guy? 
<laughs> I don't even. I do, I. I don't even. I'm. I'm not going to say it, but like, just my morning runs are filled with all kinds of thoughts about all kinds of people. <laughs> let's just leave yeah, it. At let's that. just leave it at that. Oh my god. I'm just. Whatever. All right, man. All right. All right, man. Well, everybody, get ready to um to pray. Get ready to get your temperature taken and your certificate. Your current. I mean, just think about all the possible things. Like, I don't. I, I feel very uncomfortable about certain aspects of this. How it could be used by like, by the state. Well, that's the point. This is not. I, I mean, but this is this is this is part of up? the conversation now. It's gonna. I, I'm telling you, people will be willing to give up a lot. In order to get out of that, yeah, crisis. I know. They will. No, I know. Look how much I we know. gave up after nine eleven. Yep, and we still haven't gotten a lot of it back. Nope, and we never will yep. until we secede yep. from the union, and then we can have it all. <laughs> all right. Oh my God, where's Maryland going to go? You can come with us. We've I, we've already seceded on my street. We are the yeah. independent republic of uh, of Devilwood in go. Maryland. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Everybody stay healthy. Happy holidays, we'll happy Passover, happy, happy Easter. Happy Passover, happy Easter, and a very, very special wish, wishes to my wife, whose birthday oh. it is this weekend. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Elro. Yeah. Happy birthday. And don't right, forget, wrap. wash your hands. Wash them. Bye. <laughs>